You're listening to nothing important. Were you guys just were you guys just singing Fifty Cent? No, I was singing the Good Ship Lollipop. Oh, when I when I chimed in or when I jumped in, I heard uh, I, I heard it as Candy Shop, and I thought you were singing a very upbeat version of the Fifty Cent classic Candy Shop. Uh no, no, I've never been right. taken to or taken anyone to a candy shop. <laughs> but. In fairness, he has been known to lick the lollipop. Yes, mm-hmm, that is true. Oh, yes, it's, he has a voracious appetite for <laughs> for such things. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. This is the Nothing Important Podcast. My name is Brian. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you uh, tell everybody about the show. And it's been a bit, so we are now going to catch up with uh, my homeboy, Dave. Dave, how are you doing, my friend? I'm feeling pretty fantastic this evening. All right. And third, Mike, Jeff. Jeff, congratulations on the new addition to your family. It's been a few weeks since we've chatted, and I hope, uh, you know, I, d- I didn't really want to record all that much with you during that time because I- I've been there before, so we don't have to go too much into it, but everything going good with the uh, new edition? Everything's going quite well. Uh, Ethan, little boy, uh, we've got him on a schedule to for, uh, he's five weeks old now, and mm-hmm. actually sleeping for up to five hours at a time. So That's awesome. Things are actually going pretty well, considering, so yeah. Good. Congratulations. And uh, Dave, how is your uh, new CD of New Edition? It is not completed yet. It is in the process. Uh, we're looking now, for Now, are July. you mixing that like on a cassette or are you like doing like the whole DVR thing and pirating MP3s? Uh, well, column A, column B. Actually, we're trying to go mm-hmm. to we're trying to go to Betamax um, for our gotcha. videos. And uh, Ooh, that's a very intriguing format yeah switch. finding someone that can actually put your video on betamax has been an impossibility at this juncture mm. you know i like i like to uh i like to mix the two i like to make a uh, like a uh, cdr of songs that i illegally downloaded then i play those through a boom box and then i have another boom box with a blank cassette tape right next to it and i try to record it like that for the authentic feel of a mixtape ah the the dubbing the dubbing oh. effect as they say yeah. Yes. Exactly. It, 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 it music only sounds really good to me if it sounds far off in the distant tinny and with weird pops from the buttons of the boombox. <laughs> Don't forget the unintelligible lyrics. Yes. Yes. And and you know sometimes I just throw in like I make up a commercial or I'll say a commercial that I remember and like put that through like the good part of the intro or the outro and then <laughs> cut it off abruptly. Right. <laughs> Exactly, local radio station or DJ Clue style. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been a little bit since uh, we've talked. Dave, I've seen you a couple times at the arcade. And uh, Jeff, I almost saw you last week when I went and put flamingos out on my uh, sister's lawn for her 40th birthday at like <laughs> 2 in the morning. But uh, you, didn't yeah. return, you didn't return my text, but that's okay. You had other things going on. I was actually dead asleep. Um, I fell completely dead asleep. And didn't even know that you texted me until I woke up <laughs> at 6.30 the next morning. So Com- Completely understandable. Um, 
So I figured we we would probably catch up a bit today, and I know there's some uh, things that uh, Dave wants to talk about. Oh, and, throw me uh, under the bus, okay? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I thought you know what, it'd be kind of fun to um, to catch up with some of the guests that we've had on the show because it's been a couple of weeks since we posted a show. And if anybody new listens or anybody newer and haven't heard of our guests, I I thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, catch catch back up with some of our guests and what they've been doing in the news lately. Sure. sure. I was also kind of paying attention to this uh, half-assed, not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, just noticing some names pop up on uh, various news feeds and websites and such. What's the awesome. internet? <laughs> That's been me lately. I haven't been keeping you up with, any, with anything. So this is all new to me. So I am your audience to do this. Awesome. Well, just uh, I'll just go through the notable ones. Uh, one, Rick Astley is playing the House of Blues in Chicago tomorrow, and I'm uh, I'm taking Kristen. Oh, I'm ju- just awesome. now finding this out. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would have I would have really liked yeah, to go. Could have made yeah, arrangements. But... Too late. What was that? Could have made arrangements, but now it's too late. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you have to. If I if I were you, Brian, I would uh, take a copy of the recording of his podcast and play it uh, to the backstage people, mm-hmm. uh, so you can go meet him and let him, you know, so that way, you know, they know they have on voice that he said you could hang out with him and right. your mom. And, and well. actually, what what I will do is I am totally going to reach out to his management team just to see if I can get a picture of him. Um, nice. nice. Speaking of musical guest, Wheeler Walker Jr. is going on tour later this summer with Kid Rock. Mm, I want to see half that show. <laughs> what a what a match made in heaven. I don't know what kind of heaven, but a match made in heaven nonetheless. Uh, come on. Uh, Wheeler's a great guy, right? Like, uh, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I want to see, you know, be... see Wheeler, but I mean, I bought what to bought like 20 years ago and I'm kind of spent on that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> He's um... all badangadang guy. <laughs> Uh, Bob Odenkirk is in the Incredibles three, the new or the or two in the new Incredibles movie, uh, with Jonathan Banks from Better Call Saul, and his character mm-hmm. looks exactly like Bob Odenkirk, like they, like you know, like uh, you know, Mister Incredible is voiced by Craig T. Nelson, but he doesn't really look like Craig T. Nelson, but he- uh, Bob Odenkirk couldn't be more Saul from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad in the Incredibles if they tried. So he's got that like smarmy or uh, what's that swarthy look to him. Oh, dude, yeah, it's it's completely a computer generated version of Saul, like nice. like hair and everything. Not Jimmy McGill, but full on Saul. Right. Yes. Remember character arc. He's and got just, you know it's a wide range. Right, and from like the <laughs> and from the preview preview, I feel like they just took Saul from Better Call Saul and put him in the Incredibles movie. That's probably what they did. You know, go with the hot hand as they yeah. say. Yeah, typecast. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which is funny. Because Bob Odenkirk has actually been doing like show business for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And just now <laughs> he's getting typecast. <laughs> Doesn't he's, that usually happen been, early on yeah, in your much career? Much longer than that. What's that? Yeah. I mean, that usually happens early on in your career, right? Where, you know, you have one breakout role and suddenly you're that guy forever. I don't know. Well, look at Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, you know, kind of hit his stride as that angry enforcer action who, who hero guy things? when he was like 50 years old. Right. <laughs> yeah, his sleuthing abilities developed in middle age. He's always yes. finding things that are taken. Uh, I was going to say 
And then showing Even skills. Like, I think like Pesci and De Niro with the mobster stuff, that's still fairly late into those guys' careers. That's not early roles for them. But that's totally what they mm-hmm. are now. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos was just booed out of a New York City bar. I guess uh, he was there uh, drinking, and the bar started chanting, Nazi scum, get out, and booed him out of the bar. <laughs> what? Right? Yeah, I heard about that. I, yeah, I oh. read that. Yeah. No words. You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, like Milo's controversial, and he, he even said himself, he you know he believes in what he says, but he loves to stoke the fire a bit. Right. And um, you know, every time he gets kicked out of a bar, or people um get him kicked off a campus, or prevent him from making a speech somewhere, not only does that just make him more famous, but it also helps our download. So I appreciate everybody out there <laughs> yelling <laughs> at Milo Yiannopoulos <laughs> for helping increase the downloads for Nothing Important Podcast. It's very nice of you. Thank you. Keep fighting fascism with fascist tactics. I appreciate that. Ex- and on the same note, lastly, <laughs> Owen Benjamin is apparently Twitter enemy number one. Yes. And uh, also, thank you for the uh, increase in Nothing Important <laughs> downloads. <laughs> Mm-hmm. From, like, the four or five times that we've had Owen Benjamin. Now, okay, so, like, my thing about that is, like, Milo is controversial by by design, right? Like, he, yes. he intentionally goes out and looks for that shit. I don't think Owen did until people started harping on him, and then he doubled down. He He's, like, the monster that they created. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't want to be that guy, but he sees things are going a certain direction, so he's trying to fight it. Right. Exactly. So he's he's apparently kicked off YouTube and, and Twitter, but his Instagram is still going strong, apparently. <laughs> now that's the place to uh, find Owen Benjamin is on Instagram. And Patreon. I'll give that and a point. Yes, and, well, yes and Patreon. Yeah, because he's he was making his money off social media, and now he's, you know, blackballed. So, like, his income's kind of gone, and that's all he has left mm-hmm. now is Patreon, where it's, you subscribe to podcasts, which we're not on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know. Here, so here's an interesting thing. So I work for a company that's that's located in a very like what everybody would call like liberal area of the country, right? Like, start, yes. like, like Washington, like On you the know for, what I mean, like the forefront of far leftism. Right. Yeah. Like, like the whole West Coast. Right. It's it's a very very, uh, like liberal area of the country. And it's funny because I don't bring any of this to work. There's very few people that know that I do the whole podcast thing at at my work. And that probably only came out on some sort of bet. Like for example, um, there was a, there was somebody in, um, somebody in, uh, my, you know, one of my peers at work made a comment that they're like, well, you know, I bet, I bet Mike Rowe is a jerk. And I'm like, well, I'm not friends with the guy, but he's been cool when I talk to him, people were like, people are like, wait, you talk to him. And I was like, I was going to try to walk it back and be like, I, I mean, like when I see like interviews and stuff like that, but I was like, no, fuck it. I'm like, yeah, we're about an hour on the phone. <laughs> they're like, well, how did you talk to him? And I'm like, well, uh, and then and I explained this ridiculous podcast thing and they're like, no way. And I'm like, I'll bet you a beer on it. So like Mike Rowe won me a beer because I was like, Oh look, there's, there's me talking to, 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 um, to Mike Rowe. So like every once in a while, like, like I'll have a situation where that comes up. So I was out, uh, at corporate last week and Milo was brought up. And of course, since he's a very controversial person, uh, people were saying, I, I can't believe anybody would do business with him. He's, he's an asshole. 
and, and just going off. And once again, I was like, okay, um, he, I, yeah, he's he's pretty blazing for sure, but an asshole? He's not an asshole. No. Like, cause I, I, and then I had to explain with him, I actually dealt with him and his team for like three weeks before he was on our <laughs> podcast. And it blew people's mind that he couldn't have been more of a gentleman. Right. And he give could, his time. He could have been more these, of a professional. Give yeah. his time to people that he's never heard of. Right. And I, I feel like Owen Benjamin is probably now that way because I go on Twitter and I see people railing against Owen. And then there's people free Owen because apparently Twitter can't kick people off their own platform, which I, I think is a shitty thing to do. But like Twitter's their own company, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, right. We'll figure it out. Right. Um, people act, act like you know, they're, they're putting him in jail and like, yeah, it definitely sucks for him, but it's not like he's being imprisoned for saying anything that he says. He's just not on Twitter and fuck Twitter because who gives a shit? Apparently uh, millions and millions and millions of people. <laughs> Including our- some of our fantastic listeners who uh, comment yeah. and talk yeah. to us on Twitter. <laughs> so thank you for continuing to participate. <laughs> exactly. Ah, not important PC. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tweet me at Podhost Dave. I don't even have the app. Okay. <laughs> and Podcast Jeff. Fantastic. <laughs> but well, it, it's, it's a amazing. shame, though, because it's like it, it, it is that powerful. You know, I mean, the freaking president talks to the country mm-hmm. through it. And it is like, mm-hmm. it, you know, freedom of speech should not be infringed, but by a private company. I mean, if you really, if people felt that strongly about it, they could do something. But nobody's going to like boycott Twitter. Nobody can going to get off Twitter for two days. I mean, are you gonna find out what the mm-hmm. goddamn Kardashians are doing? <laughs> all right. And, and to, let's also I'm, let's also realize that freedom of speech only involves your freedom of speech against the government. It does not mean of from a person to a person or to a corporation, mm-hmm. which is also a person. Right. So Yep. The government should just well, buy Twitter. Jeff. That's right. There you go. Then we can start a pre- then we can really start oppressing people. <laughs> <laughs> to the max. You're listening to Nothing Important. My wife just came home and she's super excited because in our ever, our never-ending quest to alienate and confound our neighbors, we're mounting a TV above the hot tub in our backyard. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> So my wife doesn't have to decide whether she wants to sit in the hot tub or watch TV in bed. <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and combine the two, and our neighbors can think we're even more ridiculous. <laughs> what you should do is turn your bed into a hot tub. Right. Well, that's what well, it or if it was just, a water just bed, fall asleep, that's... fall asleep in the bathtub and drop a TV in it. There you go. Nice. I'm 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 digging that plan. <laughs> I'm going I'm to keep that. I'm going to keep that in mind. Uh, depending on how this year goes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, so I, I always think it's interesting that we, we we have the opportunity to talk to some of these people, and then they come up in the news. And, and then, is that is that pompous of us? Like, is, is that silly? Because on one hand, I think it's kind of cool that we've kind of been able to chat with people that we admire. But on yeah. the other hand, I still have this, like, weird stigma where I don't want to walk around and be like, oh, yes, mm-hmm, talk to Bruce Campbell, pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, well, speaking hard. of Bruce Campbell, did you see his recent news? Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. 
No. That uh, uh that uh he is no he is now retired from playing Ash. Yeah. He's officially announced. Uh since yeah, the cancellation. We got, we of got the right show. in there. Wow. <laughs> we got it we had him right under the gun, kids. Yeah. Uh I have not been keeping up with season uh three yet. Well, better keep up on it while it's on because it's the last season. Star Stars chose not to renew it, and then uh, Bruce, in his wisdom, said, "Well, mm-hmm. big gulps, huh? See you later, Ash." See you later. <laughs> I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take credit for that. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and and take credit for his retirement of Ash. I I feel that after chatting with us, he's just like, you know, I'm just not gonna deal with these kind of people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we ruined it and i i, I have no shame <laughs> i am not sorry that would be funny if it weren't for comic book conventions <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's dealt with far worse than us <laughs> fair enough and uh oh speaking of tv shows being canceled of course we we and jeff kind of have this uh rick and morty podcast called the palmas among us that we still haven't done the finale for but that's what it's called. Everybody anticipation. wants. Everybody wants. See, <laughs> we're edging. We're just edging right now. This is like the yep, longest exactly. edge, right? And then when we drop the finale, season three finale episode, it, it's just like everybody's getting pregnant. Explosive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um. But uh, Adult Swim hasn't even renewed Rick and Morty yet for season four. Yep. Uh, that's it's all. Turner, that's air. all. Turner Broadcasting, uh, according to uh, Dan and Justin. So uh, uh, we kind of—it's Adult Swim's fault, or at least their parent company's fault, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nothing's moving forward. No, I think. But, I, I think just podcasts that we're associated with uh, are jinxed, or anything. I mean, Milo's getting booed out of places. Owen getting kicked off Twitter. Uh, Mike Rowe, I think, held up a bank at gunpoint. I mean. He's falling off the cliff. <laughs> Rick Astley's probably going to fall off stage tomorrow and break his neck. It's going to be it's great. <laughs> we are we are the death knell for anybody with any notoriety. Except for Better Call Saul. <clears throat> Except for Better Call Saul. <laughs> and we also let the cat out of the bag that Jonathan Banks is Banksy. Right. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen that catch on uh, on Twitter yet. But you know, give it time. We need we need people need, people need more uh, need more proof. Which it's out there. <laughs> We're just too lazy to go get it. It's right in front of your face. All, all anybody has to do is look. Right. Hashtag right. Jonathan Banksy. <laughs> that is going to be when we finally land Jonathan Banks after four years of doing that goddamn podcast. When we finally land him, I am going to ask him nothing but questions about his role as Banksy. <laughs> Where do you get the inspiration be great? for your stencil art? That, I, I don't. I, I don't think that that would be great. Uh, so, I think that that would be him instantly hanging up the phone after berating you uh, that, for quite a while uh, in a very Jonathan Banks way. That sounds like a challenge. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, I, I don't know him. Uh, we should. Uh, we should find out the hard way. Ask yeah, ask PFAB about it and see if he agrees with us. <laughs> we got to get PFAB so on the Jonathan. joke, saying it to him all the time, like we would. Like he shows up to work and he's Jonathan, like, "So your stencil, your got, stencil art on the Grand Cathedral of uh, a bunch of rats being ran over by a tank that says USA on it. What were you trying to say there? <laughs> Find like the least, the I most obvious no metaphors. Idea what you're about. <laughs> that was poor. Uh, it's not a PFAB impression, but 
That was that was like a right. <laughs> Jeff's was impression close. of PFAB's impression of Jonathan Banks' impression of himself. Right. Yes, that, yes. it was multi layered. Which again, which again brings us back to Jay Leno and how every Jay Leno impersonation <laughs> sounds like somebody doing an impersonation of a Jay Leno impersonation. <laughs> and that's your four of nothing important, everybody. See you in your five. <laughs> <laughs> But it's great to uh, uh, so Super Troopers two, Dave. You went and saw it. I went and saw Super Troopers two. And how how pissed off am I going to be if I go see it? Uh, slightly to not. Mm-hmm. Um, I in my okay. opinion, it is the best comedy, like long anticipated comedy sequel of recent vintage for sure. Okay. Because it's the same style of comedy. But they didn't rehash mm-hmm. the same jokes. It was kind of self-referential about comedies that do like sequels that do that. And um, okay. it's just, I don't know, I thought it was good. Like they, There was parts where I was the only one laughing, so maybe it was just me. But, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some like really deep-seated sports jokes that I think a lot of people didn't get. But uh, no, I thought it was good. It was good. I was, I was uh, disappointed in the turnout, actually, because mm. um, they got the big theater. And we went early because mm-hmm. I thought it felt like it was pretty hyped to me because I was talking to friends about it. But I guess, yeah. you know, my friends are one sect of people. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this wasn't the Black Panther opening or anything. But, yeah, this mm-hmm. is a very thin crowd at the theater. It was a Sunday night. Um, and uh, we all seemed to go out, you know, enjoying ourselves. It was unanimously agreed it was a good movie. And I would, re- I would recommend going to see it for sure. That's always my concern with like sequels, particularly comedy sequels, where they just repackage the same joke. Right. It's like I always say, everybody wants a Big Lebowski sequel, but I fear that if there were a Big Lebowski sequel for whatever reason, it would be uh, somehow Donnie isn't dead, but also, <laughs> but also, <laughs> um, it would be some sort of like caper that the main characters were unwittingly drawn into. It would it would probably follow the same plot points. Uh, Donnie would probably die again. <laughs> every you know every every no. joke would be redone, uh, just like the Hangover. The Hangover Two is literally the same exact movie as the first one. That's what it's I like, kept hearing. To bring it back to it. Bruce Campbell, it's like Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. <laughs> Hangover <laughs> and Hangover Two are the exact same movie, except for. Instead of dorky-looking white dude gets locked on the roof, it's a dorky-looking Indian dude gets locked in an ice machine. Other than that, it's the exact <laughs> same fucking movie. And that that was my fear about Super Troopers is, is I feel like, even though I haven't seen it, and honestly, I'm probably not going to go see it, not because I'm, I'm against it or I'm down on it. It's just, I for whatever reason, I just never make it to the movie theater. Right. Um, but... I feel when I asked you and I said, you know, how pissed off am I going to be when I see this? Because you guys have heard me for years talk about like things that aggravate me about movies. And I just feel like if I go see it, I'm going to know every single payoff of every single joke because uh, like, I'm sure, I'm sure just because it's like their most famous thing. uh, I'm sure there's some variation of the whole meow thing, right? I cannot confirm nor deny. So, so it is. (laughs) Okay. So like, (laughs) So so yeah, and I love but, the movie Super. But that's Cooper, one of so those where like, about- but that's one of those honestly where they they reference the fact that it happened mm-hmm. earlier. They don't like try and pull off the same joke. Um, okay, it's, it's like they they spin on it. 
Because okay. there is still like them versus local cops kind of a thing going on, but mm-hmm. they they're aware of it. They're not. It's it's just I don't know. To me, it struck me as like they knew what they were doing, and they and they know the the common pitfalls that people hate about these things. So they kind of did their own take on it because you you don't want to go a completely different movie, I guess. Although mm-hmm. maybe sometimes like Wayne's sure. World Two, well, nothing like Wayne's World One. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, which is good, plot. though. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. See, that's the sequel that was done right. It's it's like, it's with the Big Lebowski thing, I'd like to see those characters again, but I want the movie to be absolutely no resemblance to the first one. Right. Like, no well, callbacks to the previous jokes. If, if your movie, Anything outside of the characters' personalities. Well, if your movie is Super Troopers, and it's about a Virginia State Police troop, you have to keep it police force-based. You know, right? But yeah, and there's there are definitely some roots that definitely that have to be there. Um, but I understand what you're saying, Dave. Um, yeah, there are lots of movies that yes, the in order is a second. Essentially, they grab bag at the fact that they made a lot of money the first time, right? And then just try to redo the exact same thing, um, thinking that it's fan service, right? To make that reference or whatever, but it's not. A, Rehash. I mean, it's just lazy right. most of the time. Yeah, and no, that I, comes I off that's as half as funny as it was the first time. I didn't feel like this was lazy, and my biggest fear was the opening because the opening to Super Troopers is possibly my favorite opening to a movie ever. Like that, right. that whoever well that's great. That's a great scene, and I was like, okay, how are they going to open this thing? And it's it's completely different. It is not even close. And that's when I was like, okay, I can settle in, and it's not going to be like tired. Like Super Troopers, would you say that that's a that's a weed like movie, like a pothead movie? Would you say that? Oh, it's I call it stoner comedy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. And then like Half Baked would be stoner comedy, obviously. Definitely. Right? Yes. I feel like those two movies are because I hate most stoner comedy. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. It's just like I would probably hate something that was like obnoxiously like drunk comedy. Right. Yeah. I, it, it it seems like it's just trying to like drive the point home, like. I, I fucking get it. You smoke weed or you're wasted all the time. Cool. Cool story. Um, but I actually like Super Troopers, even though it's it's stoner comedy. Same with Half Baked. Mm-hmm. Half Baked on a surface is a movie that would annoy the shit out of me. Like Dazed and Confused, that movie sucks shit. <laughs> Half Baked. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say that, and nobody ever says that, but uh, you can. Be, I'm going to put that on a shirt. Uh, you should. Dazed and Confused is a sh- sucks shit. It's such a shitty movie. There's nothing awesome about it. It's, there is. Boor- it's like Scarface. Scarface also fucking sucks. You People watch your goddamn mouth, posters. sir. I'm just saying, maybe you should go buy like one or two of the oversized <laughs> Scarface t-shirts and look like a douchebag because that's all that fucking movie was made for. Was no, push it to the limit. Push it to the limit is a fantastic montage song. <laughs> push it to the limit. <laughs> all right. And that, that's another the, thing. That's like the only real song. In that movie, because the rest of it is soap opera organ music, and it just infuriates. Me. Well, yeah, it's a it's an epic. Two things though. <laughs> For one, speaking of, so, speaking soap of songs, opera organ music is epic. <laughs> speaking of right. songs, it's Shakespearean. Da- Days and Confused uh, okay. is one of the best soundtracks of all time. That is the one good thing about that movie, and the one thing I hate about Starface. Uh, yeah. Kind of like kind of like Batman Returns. Yes. yes. And <laughs> the one. Yeah. The one good. The oh, one Batman thing I hate, Forever. Or Batman Forever. That, that's yeah, Batman right. Forever. Yeah, the, the one with Seal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's the most from Rose the and the Hold Me Kiss Me Throw. Yeah. That mm-hmm. Hold Me Kiss Me. Hold Me Throw Me Kiss Me Kill Me. Yeah. Hold Me Throw Me Kiss Me Kill Me. 
No, but and Scarface owned by Erasure. <laughs> so the thing I hate about Scarface <laughs> is that it spawned the phrase "Say hello to my little friend" because nobody has ever made me laugh saying that since Al Pacino. <laughs> and it's always referenced in everything. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> it gets me fired up. It's, it's lowest. It's lowest common nom- denominator comedy. Exactly. Much like this podcast. Lowest common denominator comedy. Right. But right. you know who doesn't do lowest common denominator comedy? Jay Leno. <laughs> oh, he is the king. Come on. He's the king of L C D comedy. Jay Leno is the pinnacle <laughs> of American stand up comedy. Oh, and I'll say this also. This is another thing that I said I want to talk about critics a little bit because I went and checked out Rotten Tomatoes. And uh-huh. Super Troopers has a seventy percent fresh score from the audience. You want to take a stab at what the critics say? 30. But 35. I was going to go with 33. 35%. Oh, oh, no, whatever. You can't prices right rules me afterwards. <laughs> 420, Bob. I, it's 25? It's 35. Oh, 35. 35% Slightly fresh. Slightly higher. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't believe like, I could believe it, but I, was, I just started write, reading all the, the reviews, and it's like nobody got it. Like, nobody understood that mm-hmm. this movie was made for fans of Super Troopers 1 because they're like, well, these guys haven't grown in 15 years. And, like, they're still, you know, the same dumbass stoner comedy. And it's like, yeah. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. That's it's what a sequel. the fans broke the record on Indiegogo to get, man. But let me, <laughs> right. but let me, pose, let me pose this to you. Yes. The first Super Troopers movie also didn't take off like a rocket either. Right. It was... Nobody saw it originally in the theater, and nobody fucking liked it at first. Exactly, sure. yes. And then now it's incredibly revered. It Much is. like, as we spoke about earlier, The Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. Nobody went and saw that in the movie theater, and now there's fucking festivals right. for The Big Lebowski. <laughs> and a religion. Don't forget about And a religion. Uh, Dudism. That's very true. Yeah. I actually know somebody who got ordained and married one of our friends, <laughs> and he was in the Church of the Dude. <laughs> I I also know somebody who did that. Different person. I think I. So, yes. I think I know. I think I know one of the guys you're talking about, right? Uh, yes, you would know that. I know yeah. him. He used to call himself the Dude. <laughs> and Dave's like, <laughs> and me too. <laughs> <laughs> but going back a little bit. Reading the reviews of Super Troopers and then some other movies that I like, and even some movies like that are super awesome reviewed that I didn't think deserved it, like A Quiet Place, was pretty fantastic, but not the greatest movie ever. I wanted, mm-hmm. I want to start reviewing critics. I want that is an <laughs> awesome idea. I want to be a critic. Critic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh... so you get so the so okay. Rotten Tomatoes is a website that takes one movie and then aggregates out, you know, 30 to 50 critical reviews, let's say. Hundreds. So then, okay, well, hundreds. I'm just, I'm, I'm breaking this down here. Right. For a second. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Bear with so you. So you're taking one movie with 50 reviewers. So then your million dollar idea for a website, which I'm totally on board with, by the way, is to <laughs> get like 50 people to each review each of the reviews of those 50 people for like 50 movies. And then aggregate that into a oh no uh, sour a sour grape score for <laughs> the for oh, what that man, person actually genius. does. That's but, absolutely genius. But not instead I, of I, rotten I tomatoes, we sour grapes. <laughs> no, no, 
Hold on. Sour grapes. Jeff, that is a genius idea. Wow. Copyright trademark. Well, I wasn't thinking thinking aggregator. I was thinking I personally, because I think there's like, there's a top 10 critics thing on Rotten Tomatoes. So I would review no, so, me review those top 10 critics on how they review other Right. Movies. So you would be but not an aggregator. You yourself would be the equivalent you yourself would be the equivalent of the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yes. Everybody else critiquing that critic would be the equivalent of the fan score. Yes. But that's way or, that's right. so ambitious. <laughs> I was keeping it simple. <laughs> <laughs> just just a bridge too far. Stealing other people's ideas and slightly changing the name of the concept. Bridge too far. <laughs> no. I can't that, and I no, won't do it. Because <laughs> the aggregator the aggregator wasn't the point. The point is me, my, Dave's opinion <laughs> of these critics. Then I will be the critics critic. So so Dave's grapes. Dave's Dave's sour Dave's grapes. grapes. Sour, <laughs> sour Dave's. <laughs> it can go from, it can go from like su- uh, super rotten to like raisin. It could be like right. Because I'm, if you're I'm thinking like like, uh, like Chardonnay, Plump. Chardonnay Plump. to like uh, Mike and Ike's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's where we should end it. <laughs> Uh, so sour grapes.com goes directly to the Warner Brothers website. Hilarious. Does it really? It wow. does. So that's just that's just funny, is what that is. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think I think I think that's a good chat for for tonight. Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at nothingimportantpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.